All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Tomahawk. I'm Mike, and I got my co-host Matt and Justin with me, and we're going to give you a rundown from the last three games of the Chicago Blackhawks versus the Nashville Predators. Now, the first game was horrible in all facets of the game. Uh, Lankinen didn't play well all all the way up and down the the lineup. Game two came in, and it was a little bit pretty much the same thing, uh, but Subban played pretty well, and it was, uh, what was it? Going into the third period, 3-1, to one, Nashville scores a, a quick goal. It's 4-1, to one, and the next thing you know, it, it, it's just the wind is taken out of everybody, and then the Hawks storm back. They tie the game up, take it into overtime, and they win. And it kind of you know makes makes you want to be a believer, makes everybody a believer. And then game three came versus Nashville. I would say the Hawks team looked better than they did in the previous two games, but they couldn't score on Soros and and uh, Subban let. I I would say Subban let by um, two really bad goals. So I would think that they could have. It, it should have been tied one to one and the game go into overtime. The Hawks ended up losing, and, um, you know, it, it, it's just really dejecting. Um, I'm going to name a few things that I that I pick out from that, from actually this last game, but I would say that it goes back with the other two games as well. Number one is Boquist. Um, I think that I've seen enough of this guy. I, 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 just, don't, I just don't think that he's... Um, I don't want to say NHL ready. I, I just don't see anything from this player that makes me want to keep him on the team. Like if 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 uh, Bowman wants to trade him for picks, I would not be heartbroken about it. Where are you guys at with that? I agree. What about you, Justin? Uh, give give Bowman time. If uh, his track record says anything, Boquist will be uh, out the door uh, over the offseason, right? I mean, <laughs> the odds are in his favor. Yes, <laughs> yeah. he just, I'll, I'll get my yeah. wish. Yeah, I mean he's he's not. I don't I don't know what I expected out of him this season. I mean I know he's still young, but there's nothing that jumps off the page. And it's not like somebody who's he's not like one of those players where you you don't notice him, but it's a good thing. It's like I feel like I don't notice Boquist, and it's like you know you were a high pick. You're you know you you have some uh, some some fame to your name a little bit. You got to be stepping up and standing out a little bit. And I just I don't right. see it with him. I I don't know what the deal is with him. Did you do you guys notice, you know, like a complete lack of effort from him? Yeah, I it 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 just it seems like I don't know if it's just uh, you know I know we were talking about with some of the goals that Subban gave up. You could kind of see uh, a little, de- you know, he's a little dejected, and then you start seeing that you know in his body language a little bit, and that kind of that's kind of a dangerous route to go because I mean, what is what kind of a message does that send to the goalie and to the rest of the team? I don't know, Matt. What do you think? Oh, uh, that was. That was a pretty bad goal. I mean, that was a goal line shot <laughs> that yeah. that can't go in. I don't blame him on that, but I noticed him when we had the extra attacker out and um, he got beat and there was like no hustle to try to prevent that open net goal. And it took, what, Duncan Keith, a 37-year-old, yeah. to skate his balls off to stop that? And yeah. come on, dude, you got to hustle like Keith. To me, it looked like that he wasn't even that there was no there was no urgency to get back to get the open net do you know what i mean 
Right. And um, and luckily, to be honest with you, luckily Keith was there to. I mean, the guy still got to, wheels, man. It's, to, it's, to foil awesome. that. Yeah. Um, but but I, I've, I've seen enough of, of Subban as well. Uh, I think that he's just too inconsistent, you know, that he just can't find the the consistency every single game. Um, maybe he played the past couple games because Lincoln is just burned out. It's his first season, you know, in the, you know, in the big show. And maybe he's burned out a little bit, but a bright side to everything is the chemistry between Brandon Hagel and and Vinny Henestrosa. Yes, B- both speedsters. I mean, uh, I-, I think that maybe they've become friends. To be honest with you, because you see them talking with each other a lot, and um, and 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 maybe that they're bonding a bit and they're able to play pretty well with each other. Where maybe. This could be our second line pairing. To be honest with you, uh, I we 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 could keep Kane and Debrinket on the top line, and and see where uh where, see where Suter uh, fits in. Suter and Kurashev. To be honest with you, uh, maybe Kurashev yeah. would be a good third line guy to um to put some pressure offensively because he does have. I think he has a pretty decent two way two-way game mm-hmm. he he back checks pretty hard and he has major offensive upside how do you guys feel about Kurashev? i think he's got potential i could see that being like a third line case i think him and Suter have definitely been bright spots this season of like guys you can kind of look to and be like hey you know we might have something there i mean as long as you're not you know putting them on the first line and expecting them to to score a ton of points i feel like that's something the hawks used to do in like the 90s when they would call people up or they'd trade people that were clearly third line guys and they'd stick them on the first line but i mean if you give them third li- third line roles <laughs> and just say hey you know play a physical not even a physical game but play a play a steady game don't try to do too much um i think i think they have something with those two i think that's good i think that Wyatt Kalunuk, if i'm saying his Kalunuk. Kalanick, thank you. He's been a bright spot on defense. Granted, it's only been like a few handful of games, but I've been excited. I've seen more out of him than I think I've seen out of Boquist the whole yeah. season, which is huge. Yeah. And I know, Matt, I know you like Stillman. I think he's yeah. been a decent uh, yeah, stay-at-home I guy. I so thought feel- Stillman was way better than any of their than DeHaan. defense tonight. I'm yeah, going to say I mean, it. I'll say I yeah. think that Stillman was playing better than Calvin DeHaan. That was a good pickup. Yeah. Great trade. Yeah, so I mean, like, there's there's these little like building blocks you can see, and that that's exciting. But then at the same time, it's like, you know, you got Colleton playing Subban more, you know. And, and I know, I know, like Mike, you said maybe maybe uh, Lincoln that's was kind of thing. Yeah, I think you think that's what it was. Thing. I think it is. I think so, so I, as well. I feel like sometimes management and coaching gets in the way of you know a potentially decent team. You know, you, you got Hagel. Hagel looks really good on the third or fourth line. I've been really impressed with him. Um, you know, th- there's there's pieces here that could work. It's just a matter of getting it all in the right spot yeah. and slotting everybody in the right spot. So you don't have a guy that's like a fourth or fifth defenseman on the first pairing. You know what I mean? So that's the biggest challenge. But we'll see where they go from here. I think that I've seen enough. Uh, I don't want to say enough. I've seen more out of Bod- Bowden, Mitchell, and Kalanuk than I've seen out of both. Even Stillman. I think Stillman in this short stink, you know, I think he's been way better than Boldquist. I wasn't I wasn't including Stillman because I think that he's plays a different type of game. And I think that obviously Boldquist, um Boquist, 
Mitchell, Bowden. They play a bit of a skating type of game. Right. The and new defenseman. Yeah. Right. And Kalanuk, he, I honestly, man, I think Kalanuk looks great with the puck and he's, he uh, skates great with the puck and he has a great, uh, I've seen great passing ability from him, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. And I think that these guys should be playing more than Boquist is. I yes. think that these guys should be getting that Duncan Keith time than, uh, than Boquist should be. Boquist, if anybody, should be down at the AHL uh, trying to find his game or trying to find his way in the in the professional league, and uh, and really not 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 these guys, um, but that's just how I uh, that's just how I feel about it. What do you guys think of Bowden? Did you did you notice anything out of him today, or or did you? Did you I guys didn't really any- notice much from him today. Not today. No, that, that could be a good thing. Yeah, I saw him yeah. make a few. I saw him make a few good passing plays uh, where he. He got the puck. He was getting pressure. He didn't panic, and then he made a couple of very good outlet passes, and it was tape to tape that that um, that caught my eye. But other than that, um, in a good way, no, I I didn't notice him. Other than that, uh, too much. So I, uh, I thought he looked good. Now, granted, he didn't. I don't think he got. I think he was scratched, or I don't think he played the two games before tonight. Right? Does that sound right? He hasn't played since March twenty seventh. Okay, so getting in tonight, he had an assist. Uh, he was even had a hit, two blocks. He had two giveaways, but he also had three takeaways, and he got, he did that all in under thirteen minutes of ice time. So wow. like that, that's that's not bad for a guy that's been in and out of the lineup, or in this case, out of the lineup for most of the season. Right. Um, Young guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's something there. I mean, my, my biggest thing now is these last three games to me felt like it was an early playoff series. You had to win these. You didn't. So now I want to see what you have in Delia. I want to see more of these young defensemen. And, and like you said, Mike, if if Boquist isn't going to hustle or he's not going to really show you as much, then either scratch him or let him go to Rockford for a little while and play these young kids and see what you have because you have the perfect opportunity now there's 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 no pressure now because you're not you're not going to make it. Let's be realistic. They're done. Um, so you might as well see what you got and then keep those guys around. And the ones that don't look like they're going to be a part of your system, you know, trade them for what you can in the offseason. So, yeah, I agree with that. I, I think that Bowden should be getting a, a shot like Bodequist does this. I've never seen this guy get so many chances and they want him to be the man. And it's just it's not working. It's not no, going to happen. Forcing. No. Yeah, it's it's not. I mean, maybe as he matures, maybe next season we'll see more. But as of right now, he's not. It's it's. I I don't know. I I can see too that small. I think he's too small, and he's slow. He's not even like a fast small guy. He's just he's just skates normal. He like like you said. I don't think there's that much hustle in him. But they just they got high hopes on him, and it's so far it's not working out. Don't you think, Matt, I think you said it too, doesn't that kind of feel like this is the one, besides Doc, this is the one yeah. pick pick that uh, Bowman's keeping around, so he wants him get as much ice time? I mean, like, is or am I, or am I like, conspiracy theory here that, you know, they Bowman wants to look good, that's why he keeps telling I, well, Colin to play I'm surprised we still, he's still, like, not traded. I yeah. Mean, I, 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 you took the words out of my mouth, Justin. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> man. That, that's the only reason this guy should be getting the time that he's getting is from direct pressure from up above it yeah. is they're forcing it and 
And Colleton seems like the type that would be like, okay, that's fine. I don't, you know, I could see Quenville telling him to shove it. You know, well, that was, yeah, that's why Quenville's gone. That's why he's not yeah. here anymore. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But uh, I yeah. can see Colleton just being like, all right, sure, no problem. You I know? don't think Colleton, he just doesn't have, he doesn't have that kind of authority yet. No, you know? no. I mean, what? how old is he? 38, 39? Well, Something, he, yeah, that's a, 38. If he goes to his, he's, if he's going to go complain to a manager, Bowman's the manager. Bowman's the else, the next manager up. He's like, it's like, you know what I mean? What's going? Yeah. What's going to do? It's like, it's like Bowman's going to like. Let me. Uh, yeah. I'll bring this. I'll bring this complaint to my uh, my 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 yeah. superior, and it's just Bowman again. Yeah. So. Then he just spins yeah. around. He's like, oh, and by the way, you're fucking fired. <laughs> yeah. By the way, you're on stick boy duty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Go wash the uniforms. You know. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'm going to tell you guys. I I think that the Hawks aren't that bad they're missing a couple pieces yeah. a lot of young guys on the team that to be honest with you i think that they are are playing very well i think the defense just needs to be sorted out um if, if they can figure that out i think that just fixing that turns this into a more of a complete team to be honest with you might even turn them into a playoff team yeah because they're just so lacking on the defensive end of the of the, of the puck uh Lankinen, i think is the guy and I think that they need to figure out what they're going to do with Subban and Delia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Delia definitely deserves another opportunity, like you said, Justin. I want to see him. I want to see him play. Yeah, he might as well. Uh, because that last goal that Subban gave up from from practically the you line. Say the truth. It was horrible. Th- it was pretty much three of them. That, it was that horrible. One, he it was got horrific. Lost. The first one he got lost. I mean, I guess yeah, you could he did. Say it was he a did. breakdown with the whole team, but yeah, because it looked like on. he made he made like the first two saves on that first goal, didn't he? There and was traffic in front. There was of a him. lot of traffic. Yeah, which yeah, I, I, I totally all, get. He that. was all over the place, though. Yeah, yeah. He didn't even see it. He just yeah, he, he didn't. He, he didn't even know it went in. Yeah, he, like he gets lost a lot. Yeah, he does. Uh, but that's that that last one really, uh, man, it really burned me. Especially when you, it's. Two bad goals, and it's it could be one to one, like you said, and it could have been an OT game. And I mean, we don't want to give Nashville any more points, but at least we would we would get a point. At least we get one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And maybe we steal another one, you know? Because Nashville, you take two guys off the ice for Nashville, man, they're not that good of a team. No, no. I it has been really interesting to see though for as many years as I feel like uh, Soros has been the backup to Rene. It's been really as much as I hate Nashville and I, I do not like them, um, they they got something with him taking the reins for uh, Rene. I feel like so. Yeah, it's it's kind of scary to think that that's that's the the future Nashville goalie we'll for what with him for the next yeah. half a decade, maybe you know maybe longer. So he won the game tonight. Yeah, he did the Hawks look great in the second period? Tonight. They did. They were they were peppering him, and he was just making great saves. He had great movement. He was tracking the puck. That was the uh, difference he wasn't tonight. giving up. He wasn't giving up many rebounds. And the right. Hawks, man, they they were they were passing the puck well. They were moving the puck well. They were staying out of their zone. They were getting the puck out of their zone. They were they were providing pressure, you know. And they they couldn't uh, they couldn't catch a break. Well, he he was stopping everything. He, he played out he, of his mind. To be a honest, goalie you, win tonight. He's been sure. playing out of his mind against the Hawks all a year. A goalie win and a goalie loss. That's what it was. Our goalie lost the game for us, and their goalie won the game for them. So the the Hawks were what is they ended up is that one and eight against Nashville this season? Does that sound right? Or was yeah, it? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Wow, that's that just blows my mind. You know, I man, it's insane. Just to to have they have their, I mean the, the Predators have their number for whatever reason this season, and it's not. 
it's not like the Predators are some, you know, they're not God's no. gift to the hockey world, no. right? I mean, they're 10 they just, points behind Tampa for third place. So it's not like they're lighting the, you know. I think it exposes the Hawks' weaknesses. I mean, it does. It they does. can't play a gritty game against a team like this. And we we got to learn how to win games different ways. Well, Hawks. I think, I think Matt, you were, you said it best before the, before we started recording that like you look at the cup winning teams, yeah. they could beat you in so many different ways. It didn't matter what line they were rolling out. First line, yep. second line, third line, or you know, what checking line. Did, yeah. It could be a, it could be a track meet type of game. Yep. It could be kind of a slow grinding game, but they yep. could, they had something in place to, to beat you. And I don't, I know, I'm sure it's obviously the personnel that they have on the ice. And I think it, it's when you have Quenville behind the bench, that helps too a lot. Oh, yeah. But, but I mean, well, now I don't know. I, I think Matt, you said it best. They don't have an identity. Like, I don't know what this team is. You yeah. Know? 2010, I think is the best Blackhawk team I've ever seen. Like up I would and agree. down the lineup. And the biggest weakness on that team was the goaltending, but it was just enough to win because our D was so good. Right. Our offense was good. Our fourth line. Niemi had... played well in the playoffs, though. He, he, he earned played, it. Niemi played great. He yeah. played He played actually but they twice were the as weakness. good in the playoffs than he did in the regular season. Well, they were. I, I, if I had to say like the weakness, the strengths was obviously our offense. Our D was great, too, but our goaltending yeah, was. was probably the weakest part of that team, and it was very good. Yeah. But right. they can beat you, like you said. They can outscore you 7-1. to one. They can... Win a one nothing game. They can that win. Was, it's what yeah. the Vancouver series proved it. They could play tough. The Sharks, they could play gritty. Play from behind. Yep. And that was that was when we had uh, good old Cristobal Huey as our backup after Niemi well, took the reins, right? He was supposed to be uh, the man. He they was. Let Hob, they let Hobby Bullen go over they him. Came, he came. Was that? Was he in Washington for like half a season and then Montreal before that? Right. Yeah. He made he made his name in Montreal. Yeah, that's when he got he was big. Yeah. Luckily. They um they heard my my prayers, and they uh they let him go. Yeah. Well, there's no ne- point when Niemi the way he was playing, never to be heard yeah. from again. <laughs> yeah. It's like a Viking Swiss, yeah. Swiss league, right? It's like a Viking yeah. funeral pyre. Pier- they yeah. just kind of lit it on fire and pushed him out to sea. Yeah, and he just went off off <laughs> into well, the sunset. I remember there was a game. I I know I I pretty much went to every game that year, 2010, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think they were playing Dallas. And I th- remember Mike Ribeiro, that crazy yes. looking guy. Oh yeah, he was, yeah. I heard he was kind of a jerk. He's, yeah, I've heard he stories like he about didn't, him too. He hadn't slept for two weeks. Or showered. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> and he dumped a puck in, hits the glass. Um, Huey went to play it. It took a crazy bounce. And mm. it was going right towards the the goal line. And Huey skates back, mm. kicks it in. And I'm just like, oh my goodness! (laughs) Q pulled him because that was just brutal. Yeah. And I think that was the last I really saw him, unless Niemi was pulled. But that's he just disappeared after that game. Yeah, he did. Wow. Yeah. Well, moving on and moving forward, boys. um, Where do you guys see the team uh, coming forward? Do are are we just? Say hey, you know what? Let's just see what we what we've got. Do we shut down Patrick Kane? Make sure that and Kirby Doc. Make sure there isn't any kind of injury in these. I don't want to say somewhat meaningless games because they're not meaningless. I mean, if they want to go for it, they can. But um, what, what should we do? Should we protect our assets and see what you know what the kids can offer or or what? Yeah, Mike. I think 
uh, we should probably get Kirby Doc some time to heal. I think he's kind of out here to get us into the playoff push, but I, you know, it, he there's no reason he needs to be out there and risk another injury. Uh, as for like we talked about earlier, I think we should get more of the young defensemen out there and let's see what they got. We we got to get ready for next year. So that's what my opinion yeah, I, is. On that. I, I mean, I I think I think you're right, man. I think Doc. I mean, he, not necessarily a known quantity yet, but like you said, he's he's coming back from a rough injury. You know, I think he's still not 100 percent after the surgery. There's there's nothing to prove at this point. I mean, I know like you like you guys said, they're not statistically eliminated, but I mean, you look at the standings. There's no way they're climbing over uh, Dallas with who's got two games in hand, Nashville who's five points ahead of them. I mean, yeah, I it's it, at this point you gotta you gotta batten on the hatches, let the guys heal that need to heal, and you know live to fight another day next year. That that would be my. My takeaway, I mean, even as disappointing as it is, like, I feel like they still showed more. I really thought we'd be in the cellar the entire season. So, yeah, like, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even consider this a failure of a season. I mean, I'm sure some fans do just because they're not in the playoffs. But uh, I think, I think you got a little bit of an idea of what you can use to build off of and what you might not need to have anymore. Uh, but whether or not management does something about it is another question. But uh, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what they do because uh, next year, they need to show a little bit of a bigger improve, a little bit more of a leap, a little bit bigger of an improvement. But I don't know if they'll be able to yet. In all honesty, you know, we were, we were. I was expecting a a tough season. Yeah, I was expecting a you know hard games to watch. And you know what, the management put a product out on the ice that was fun to watch at at times, and mm-hmm. uh, makes you really feel hopeful for the future. Yeah, and I think that uh, you know there's something to take away with that. I guess you could call it a win for Bowman, which uh, hate to say, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, it is. It's lucky though, very lucky. Lincoln was around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely. Uh, you know, we could call Bowman. Uh, maybe his middle name is Lucky, because yeah, uh, he's 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 had some pretty good situations that just walked into. But recently, I mean, this is a situation that he did on his own. So yes. um, next year we'll be telling. Hopefully we get the captain back. Uh, they mentioned on Wednesday's game that there is a possibility that uh, that that Taser can come back next year, uh, fully healthy. Uh, no details on his health, on what he has or what he's what he's going through, but they're they're expecting him back next season. Um, so we'll 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 see. You know what happens on his front. You hope that you don't. We don't get a press release, you know, him saying he's going to retire, you know, know. because yeah. I mean, if we do, then, you know, for his for his safety and um, and whatever he's battling, hopefully he can he can get through that, you know, because hockey isn't everything. But uh, hopefully everything works out, uh, hope works out well for everybody. So yeah. moving on, we're going to go into the box with Matt. Uh, what do you got, Matt? We're giving you a five minute uh Five-minute major or 10-minute uh, misconduct? Well, I'm just looking at the final spots for every conference or every division, if you want, whatever. But um, the most in- interesting one, I'd say, is the West. Well, I I kind of call it the Pacific. But, uh, I mean, Phoenix is in the fourth spot. I did not see that. It blows coming. my mind. Yeah, Phoenix, I saw that too. And St. Louis, they're competing. And I think, you know 
you kind of got to keep your eye on the Sharks, too. I mean, they mm-hmm. they got some experience, but it's probably going to come down to St. Louis and Arizona. And I don't know. That'd be... I don't know if, if I'm Vegas and I'm in first and St. Louis ends up getting that last spot. I think I'd be a little nervous to play them the first round because I know just I know they're not having a great season. But if you make the playoffs, it's like a different game. And it's like yeah, just right. getting there is the battle. And they got the experience. They got the goalie that can win. So I don't know. What are your guys' opinions on that? I, you know, Matt, I'm glad you brought up the West the West or the old Pacific. Yeah. I mean, like I, uh, the other, the other team, and I'm shocked because I consider them more of a rebuilding team, but even the Kings are only five points out of a playoff spot and they're in the seventh seed right now. Yeah. And they have, they have, uh, they have four games in hand on Arizona right now. So if, you know, some magical way they won all four, they'd be, they would be in the fourth spot right now, which blows my mind. I can't believe that. Yeah. But, but like even, even Arizona, I don't know. Can they sustain that fourth spot? I mean, they're not. No, they're in it, but they're not that they, good. I mean, yeah, they don't have any like you know, like superstars. I mean, if you no, consider Phil Kessel one, I don't really no, consider that. Him I, uh, was it Jacob? Jacob Chikrin is kind of like up and coming. And you right? got that Garland, the... I guess his name. Yeah. he's actually a good player. But I, I and who's the goalie? Ranta. I like Ranta. Yeah. I, is Rant, but I feel like is, I really liked him as a hawk. But I feel like if you blow on him, he gets injured. Like that's kind of the rap against yeah, him now, been, right? Like yeah. he's been injured a lot. Well, what's so. up with Kemper, Darcy Kemper? I, I think is he the one that's kind of taking the yeah. taking the brunt of the starts. So mm-hmm. I mean, he he was. Let's see. I remember he was. Uh, was he a wild prospect or did he just play with Minnesota? I can't yeah, remember. Yes, at this he point. was. I think he actually played against the Hawks in a playoff series when. Uh, that somebody yeah, was getting right. lit up. It was probably either Backstrom or Dubnik at the time, but <laughs> I just yeah, I don't I mean, see I, I think St. Louis with the experience, I think they could steal it, but yeah. I just for some reason I get a bad feeling about the Sharks. But the Sharks I I that'd be cool to see. Yeah. Especially with Marlowe being his last season. I mean Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like the West is like the only division that's really still up for grabs, right? Well, like, as of I mean, tonight, this I, I I guess we had the Hawks still in, but yeah, Dallas yeah. could. I mean, they got they got forty six games played. I think what is uh, Nashville at forty nine after tonight? Or yes, yep. So and they're hot. They're, I mean, they lost to the Red Wings though, which was very bad for them last <laughs> night. But it's like a scarlet letter when you lose to them. That's <laughs> <laughs> bad. And but yeah. look at us, we've lost to them too when we need to. I know, a big yeah, we win. shouldn't we shouldn't be talking. <laughs> Not the majority though, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, we and as for the North Division, which I you know what? I'm looking at that. We got Toronto in first and we got Winnipeg. You know, they're close. Uh, Edmonton's competing for the second uh, slot. Then you got Montreal and then it kind of dips down like to Calgary. They're um the Habs have 49 points, and uh, the Flames are at 41. I think this division's pretty much set up. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll have a little swap with Edmonton and uh, the Jets, but um, I think I just see Toronto just being too powerful. I think they're going to walk away with that one. I sure hope so. I mean, uh, a Toronto and Montreal uh, first round would be awesome just to watch from like a, a viewer oh, standpoint. God, yeah. And for, all the Canadians out there, oh my Canadian, goodness. the Canadian market, oh, yeah, goodness, yeah, they would they'd be losing their minds. Um, 
But I mean, even though Montreal is not nearly as good as they have been in the past, I feel like if Carey Price ever gets hot, you got to be careful. Um, you know, if he's on, he's I feel like he hasn't been on. And, does he really? Yeah, I heard he, is he out again? Well, don't forget Anderson's out too, your boy. And that's true. I mean, and Campbell Campbell's coming back down to earth a little bit. He's yeah, he's they're got, struggling. Oh, he's they're struggling. David Riddich, or yeah, he had a uh, terrible game. He did yeah. not look good. No, yeah. no. So I don't. We'll see what happens. You, I don't, you know, if if they have to, you know, dive into like Michael Hutchinson as their backup, they might be in trouble because I don't really know. He hasn't done much since he left Winnipeg, right? Wasn't he the backup yeah. for Hellebuck a couple of seasons back? Yeah, um, no. So yeah, it'll be. I, I think the Leafs, their their offense alone will just kind of carry them, and hopefully they yeah. just get one more goal than the other team at the stay end. healthy yeah. and yeah. Yeah. Well, and I wanted to bring one more thing up. I don't know if you guys uh, listened to Robin Leonard's uh, press conference. He was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he you, was not happy. You feel for the guy because he he does have some mental issues, and yeah, he he's just seems like a a cool guy. You know, I he does, and he, obviously he's he's frustrated. He wants to. Everybody is. We you know we don't want to walk into a store with a bank robber mask on and he wants to see <laughs> dude i walked into and, the i walked into the bank the other day to make a deposit which is the first time i've done that in probably four years <laughs> and i walked in and i was like oh sh-. my my uh, let me put my mask on i put my mask on i'm in the bank and then i was like oh shit <laughs> yeah you know for a second because i'm like i just put a mask on in the bank you know yeah. I'm, in I'm, the bank yeah, i'm waiting for somebody to yeah. tackle me you got a security you know? guard point his gun at you <laughs> and i was like holy smoke <laughs> yeah. i was like oh, okay and i just went about my business yeah. But I, it's like, I feel for the guy, though. I mean, I, you know, he he wants to. You know, it, it's weird. It's just like you, you can't you can't hang out with your team on the road. Yeah, well, and especially too, yeah. I know, like the NHL said, you guys get enough, you know, enough vaccinations will start to, you know, reduce the amount of restrictions. And I think from what I heard, because I want to say he came out again on the, the day after to kind of clarify, and he's like, you know, I get it, but. Uh, you know, we got vaccinated and we're waiting for these restrictions to be loosened on us because that's what, you know, Gary Bettman promised. And uh, now it's not really happening, which I'm not surprised because Gary Bettman doesn't really do anything for me. But uh, yeah, I, I, Leonard seems like a cool dude. Um, and I definitely I appreciate him. all the stuff yeah. he does for, you know, mental health awareness and, and stuff like that for the league. But uh, yeah, I, can you imagine if he was still our goalie oh, too? Man, that oh, would be amazing. God. Man, they, they, the fact that they were able to get him to for come dirt here cheap. for yeah. yeah, and then and then you just trade him away. I mean, uh, who did we get I'm in that st- trade? Subban. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. That's we got right. you know, we got one other player, second round pick, I think. Right. It's paying off dividends. Yeah, it's <laughs> just oh man. I would. I mean, he's yeah. he kept us in the series last year. I mean, he he's the reason why we made that little, if you call it a playoff last year. I was still shocked that the Islanders did not keep him around because supposedly he loved it there. They loved it. They loved him. And then I don't, because he always talks about how much he appreciates the Islanders organization, even though he's not there anymore. Well, they gave him a chance after his struggles with Buffalo. Yeah, Yeah. in Buffalo. So like, I'm surprised though, like you had a, like if, okay, so I know Varlamov is playing good for the Islanders, but I would take Leonard over Varlamov any day of the week. Just with the the injury, the injury issues with Varlamov. Yeah, totally. But it's Lou. It, it, he's got his own ways of doing stuff, and look, he's got yeah. a really solid team there. And yes, he does. That's just that's how he is. I I know they talk about him a lot on NHL radio. And what can he you does. can you 
Imagine if would that be the third round? Would it be the conference finals if it was the Islanders and the Maple Leafs with Tavares? Oh <laughs> my god, oh, yeah. And if you had fans <laughs> in the building, oh, oh that would be, be incredible. Ridiculous. I saw um I actually saw a mock-up or no, not a mock-up, I'm sorry. It was real pictures of the new stadium they're building for the Islanders. It's really cool looking. It's really? uh it reminds me almost of like the old Chicago stadium, like the lower bowl is really big. And then the upper deck is only like one section up. Yeah. It's um, like the Allstate. Yeah. yeah. And then that's it. Like it's, yeah. it's, 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 it supposedly holds 17,000, but like the fans are like right in on it. So, I mean, it's really cool. Cause you know, I know they had, was it Nassau Coliseum is kind of like on its last oh, legs yeah. and I know they're, they're back playing there again, but uh, well, it'll be cool I to see them playing the it. Best rink there. to play at if you're an NHL player is Pittsburgh. I heard they have like the, the new best one? stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what? Just like the locker rooms, or is it like? like I, I what heard is that it? they have like. Do they have a practice rink in there? I know they. It's just a brand new building, oh, wow. and they spend money they, on that team. The owners. When did they? Uh, when did they get a new place? I think they. It was like within the last right five after years, the right? probably Let's after see. their first cup. I want to say right. Didn't they okay. start uh, building? And it was b- opened in twenty ten. Yeah, okay. so yeah, they yeah. won in '09, P- right? Or was that Detroit? Oh no, they did P-P-G win in '09. PPG Arena. Yeah, yeah, they won it the in '09. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it it looked awesome when I was watching the uh, you know the Road to the Winter Classic stuff. Yeah, they always yeah. have stuff, and I mean, even they're like the guys were like hanging out in like a lounge with Pitts, uh, the Penguin logo all over. I was like, man, it'd be like it's like a man cave. Honestly, it, it uh, awesome. It amazes me yeah. how many times Mario Lemieux has had to save that franchise in multiple ways. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as a player, I'm sure if they as, were struggling, he'd as an owner, yeah, as a player yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, as you know, a I, I was listening to uh, another hockey podcast. I think it was Puck Soup with uh, Greg Wyshynski, and they were saying, you know, they were talking about like all the records being bro- uh, the records that are still attainable to be broken. Do you think if if Mario Lemieux, you know, didn't have cancer, didn't have the back injury, do you think he'd be like, obviously, I don't know if he would have caught Gretzky, but you think he would have been pretty close for like goals, most goals scored like Ovechkin is now or no? What do you guys think? Maybe. He was just so good for that short period of time. He was. You know? yeah. he, and I say it's a hard maybe because, you know, you just don't know yeah. if he would have been able to keep up with that. If, sure. if he had Yager the whole it, time. Yeah. Possibly. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. And if he had know, Yager, Yager the whole time. Go too, I mean, he's Yager's another guy. If he would have played his whole career in the NHL, like what he would have accomplished. I mean, yeah. I mean, he would have gotten he, close. He left for he had some good years overseas, and it's like, heck, even before he left to go back overseas the second time, like when he was with Florida and Dallas and Boston, like he was putting up points and still. I mean, even being an old man, like he looked good. You know, he was, he was still so scoring big. like fifteen goals, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. That's not you know, bad for like what is he fifty? <laughs> close, damn near yeah, close to it. Yeah, he was awesome. He was fun you know, to watch. Yeah. I don't think people truly understand how dominant Wayne Gretzky was. You know, yeah. when you look at him, he's just such an unassuming guy. You know, yeah, he looks like the guy you go to. You go up to, you're like, hey, um, are are you the guy who who does the taxes? He's like, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, he's wearing his turtleneck. You, you know? my accountant? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was just so good, man. There's a great yeah. picture of him out there. It's uh, it's a picture of him. It's in black and white, and he's behind the net, and it says Gretzky in the office. Yeah, yeah, you yep, know, that's what I was gonna say. That he was... was just so good, man. He was just so good. And we're yeah, not it's... we're not talking about just his goals. Yeah, he scored eight hundred and ninety two goals, 
Yeah. But he had like what, 2400 assists? Yeah, I think I think is <laughs> if you took away every single one of his goals, he would still lead the league he in would. points, right? Crazy. Yeah. He would. Because of his yeah. assists. Yeah. Yeah. Cr- that's nuts, dude. Well, didn't he have just, like a, yeah. 200 assists in one season? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like like in the late 80s, yeah. right? Like they were putting up I mean, in the 80s, I feel like you had guys putting up 100-point seasons left and right yeah. that nowadays probably wouldn't even crack nowadays, like 50 or 60, triple right? digits is like, I believe oh he my had, God, uh, a big deal. a legend. Yeah. Yeah. I believe and he back had then, 92 goals and maybe 202 assists or something that, that like that. That was his That's record incredible. year. Yeah, that or it was uh, 198 uh, assists or 97. Yeah, sure felt like 3,000. That yeah. That's freaking yeah. crazy, man. And, the, yeah. uh, that, and those are his regular season points. That I don't think that includes his playoff no. points. It would have been it would have been so cool to see him bring a cup to L.A. when he was in L.A. Yeah, you know, because I, yeah, I mean, him close. being in L.A. was I liked I loved watching them when I was a kid too. With him being him and Luke Robitaille being there oh, and yeah. Kelly Rudy, Luke and, Robitaille, you know, another pure goal underrated scorer. Too. Oh yeah, underrated. Yeah. Wow. I thought C- completely flew under the radar. For Gretzky was probably Brett Hall to for, to me. Mm-hmm. I th- I thought Hall. He had like a seven or a, didn't he have like an 80 goal season? 77, I believe. Was it? He was even saying like, I can't believe this guy. He's a freak after the season. He's like, I, I tried my hardest to get goals and I couldn't even get, this is the closest I could get to Gretzky. He just couldn't yeah. believe it. Yeah, it's insane. Absolutely insane. I'm looking it up right now. I'll be... I'll be curious to see, like, uh, with Ovechkin. I think I think they 86. said Ovechkin. 86. Yeah, I said 88. Ovechkin would oh, have to play. Listen to this. Gretzky, the top uh, most goals in one NHL season. Number one, Wayne Gretzky. 92, like I mentioned. 92, yeah. That's insane. Number two, Wayne Gretzky, 87. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, Hell, if you get 92 points in a season, you're, you're uh, like, a good player. You're an all-star, you're, right? You're, getting, yeah. you're yeah. getting $14 million a year. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, number three is Brett Hall with 86. 86. Yeah. Okay. But I, I think was... I think Brett Hall scored 77 as well. I think the year after. He was that good. He right. was a good player. I I enjoyed watching Hall. Yeah. I, Dallas yeah. was my team in the 90s. Well, early 2000s. Well, when Eddie Belfour went there, he he was my hero. Obviously, mm-hmm. you probably know that with the picture behind me. But oh yeah, and Alex Alexander Mogilny, 76 goals. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Another former Leaf too. Didn't Tamu Solani put up? A really good season. Uh, his too. rookie season. His yeah, rookie his season. Seven Winnipeg. Goals. Yeah. yeah, that was uh, the duck hunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> duck hunt celebration. Yeah. And then yes. Wayne yeah. Again, 73. Uh, and then comes Mario Lemieux. Mario, Mario Lemieux, uh, 70. Okay. That's the most he had in the season. Oh, no, no. He had 85 one year. Okay. Well, do you guys nice. think we're, uh, any Hawk is ever going to get 50 again? I mean, Oh man, Jr. was the last one. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and I think Kaner might have been the closest. I think Kaner had forty-one season. Maybe. Yeah, that that sounds about right. Yeah, I I mean, he would have been the closest guy. Just once, we 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 haven't had. Like, jeez. I mean, besides Kane, I don't see anybody on the roster that could do it now. Well, if we can get somebody, if Kubalik can, you know, get a steady line mate, you know, maybe. Maybe yeah. <laughs> freaking Kubalik. He shoots. What a, He's the only hawk that what shoots. A, first, yeah, what a concept yeah. is that? You know, having uh, lines that don't change every every couple games. Oh, you know. gee, I know. Yeah, it's, it would be nice to let alone every every game. Let alone every how uh, period. How do you develop you know? chemistry when you're constantly with somebody else? 
that it's used just, to drive me. That that kind of thing drives me nuts. So granted, I understand, you know, you want if things aren't working, you want to you want to like try and you know do something. Yeah. But at some point, you kind of got to let guys gel for a little bit, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. You have to. You can't yeah. do it in one shift. It's not gonna. You're not gonna have a perfect shift. Sometimes it takes two periods to get a solid scoring yeah. chance with a line and. Right, just once. I mean, because really, sh- each shift you're only skating up what once or twice back, and then you're off seconds. the ice. Yeah, forty five yeah. seconds max. I feel like when we were kids, it was like two minutes. You know, they weren't. It wasn't balls out like it is now. So no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of a Kubalik, um Hagel, Henestrosa line? I could roll with that. I'd be okay with. Yeah, that. I think speed. that it would work because they, they all have speed, mm-hmm. and Kubalik can rip it. And Hagel and Henestrosa have great passing abilities. Yes. Well, that's the thing. You got a yeah. shooter. You got a pure shooter in Kubalik. You got a guy, Hagel, who could he could dish it. He could score. He could create space with his speed. And you got another guy, Vinny, who can do it too. And I think Vinny could actually win you some faceoffs, which we struggle with. Man. Bad. Without Taves, Fair, yeah. we are terrible. You cannot be a puck possession team if you can't win a faceoff. That's what our coaching staff needs to see too, and our GM. Yeah, it doesn't work. We, we need centers, centers who can yeah. win faceoffs. Yeah, and and hopefully it's, a center with wheels. You know, we don't need a guy who's who's got a sixty-five uh, speed rating in NHL uh, playing center. <laughs> you know, because it, that seems to be what happens. When, Andrew Brunette, when, uh, remember yeah. that guy? Oh, yeah, God, Brad yeah. Richards. Oh yeah. man, uh, Marcus. Uh, what's his name, man? No, um, Kruger had he had good wheels. What's his name, man? He was the old guy. I think he was on the 2015 Cup run. Marcus, what you mean, Michael Hanzus? Michael Hanzus, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was slow as dirt, dude. But yeah, I I still remember. I think Matt, were you and I at the game together when he got hurt the first time around? And then, and then I remember they they traded for him in that that Cup run. And I remember all these. He was great. Yeah, he was was a huge. And I remember. Yeah, all these bandwagon fans. Oh, this Hanzus guy, you know, he's pretty good. And I'm like, yeah, you jackass. He was already on the team, but yeah. clearly, you, you know, you didn't care when they weren't any good. Exactly. So. Why don't you look up uh, the year we got Havlat? We got, yeah, uh, we got him a center. And that's when yeah. that's when he was still in his prime too. And then he got he went to was LA. knee injury, right? He went to yeah. LA and got paid, which was crazy. Oh, yeah. They paid him big bucks, a ton, a ton. But he was a he was another guy that you put him in the right spot, and he succeeded, and he well, did exactly what he was supposed to. Didn't have that his his first season. He got he was like tearing it up, and I want to say yeah. Hanzus was a center, and it was Havlat Hanzus one two and uh, points because <laughs> they were just, yes, and then Zeus goes down, and then Havlat is pretty much on his own the whole season. Yeah, with Redeem Verbata. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, there's a name. Now there's a name <laughs> I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> oh, man. Talk about a guy that was just there to, you know, reap the benefit of not having anyone really good on the team, and he looked a lot better than I think he actually was. <laughs> How often does that happen? You know, I mean, that's probably uh, why well, that Rick was... Nash loved, uh, loved playing in Columbus. Well, Rick Nash at least scored a lot of goals. Like, Yeah, he did. You got to give him that. He... And then he got paid when he went to New York. He he wanted spotlight, I think. After he that. got paid in uh, he got paid in Columbus. Yeah, he was getting uh, what seven point eight million a year. I think around six. And no, I think he, 
I think he went to. I think he went to the Rangers for about seven to eight, and then they didn't they trade him to Boston or something. He didn't. I feel like he didn't stay nearly as long in New York as I think he planned on it. I I think he had four hundred goals. Don't quote me, but I think he he put up some good numbers. He was a thirty goal guy, and I think he He, won the Rockets. He was in New York around the same time as Torts, right? Uh, yeah. Or was it Vigneault? I can't remember. Okay, might be Torts. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of Torts. You guys think he's gone next year in Columbus? Yes. Oh, yes. I don't see I think why he's not. Gone. They're dead last. I think well, the players. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I heard this uh, Columbus guy oh. on the radio, and he goes, you know what? You can't judge Torts on this season because he's the most successful coach Columbus has ever had. And he, That's true. He took them to, you know, great. Out of mediocrity? Yeah. He just It's not Torts' fault. They they can't draw no. the the big free agents and keep their guys, but he actually yeah, adapted saw, to to make them a contender every season. To, I saw an interview with that El- Elvis Mer- Mers Lincoln, yes, their goalie, and that. you could just tell he was so depressed. He's like, "What are we even doing?" You know. So I don't know. They, but. you know what? They were competing with the Hawks this season, and I I thought Nash or I'm sorry, Nashville Columbus was gonna give us a, a hard time, and I thought Nashville was they they were done. I thought Nashville was going to rebuild, and they ended up getting hot. And it's like the opposite of what I thought. Columbus just crapped the bed. <laughs> Rick Nash got seven point five million. That's what twenty ten with the uh, wow with Columbus in twenty ten. Man, that's a lot of money. That's a lot that's of money in twenty ten. Like yeah. ten now, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, and then he went to New York, and then it went up to seven point eight million, seven point nine. And then when he went to, and then in the last years of New York going into Boston, he was getting eight. Wow. wow. Who decided to play Rick Nash $8 million? Glenn Sather. <laughs> that is freaking crazy, <laughs> man. Jeez. Wow. That's like, <laughs> that's nuts, man. I cannot believe they paid Rick Nash that kind of money. Yeah, especially at that point in his career. Wow. Unbelievable. No movement clause. <laughs> That's the death knell right there when you give a give an old guy that thing. It is. Yeah. Hmm. Well, all right, guys. Let's wrap it up. Hawks. We'll see what happens. Uh loved loved what happened this year. Uh, you know, they teased us a little bit, but the season's not over. We'll see what they do, what Bowman wants to do. Uh, because you just never know with this team, man. Uh, to be honest with you, they could be like uh, they might just not want to die, you know, and, yeah. and take this all the way. You know, they could probably put in, uh, you know, the str- second stringers from the AHL in there from Rockford, and these guys go on a <laughs> winning streak, and next thing you know, they almost make the playoffs just just so you get the knife in the heart on the last oh, yeah. game of the Chicago. season, you know, <laughs> just just enough to mess up like where they're gonna be for a draft pick, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so do you guys got anything else for tonight? No, I'm just, you know, even if the Hawks don't uh, don't, you know, go forward in the playoffs, I'm just excited with the, the playoffs coming up. I think, you know, obviously I'm excited for the Leafs. Um, I'm also really excited to see what the Islanders do. I just I mean, I just like that team in general watching them. I like I said, I think I've said in the past I like Barry Trotz. I like the fact that I mean, they have some some big name players on there, but they're mostly just a, they play a team game. So, uh, yeah, it's like uh, it's like Christmas in uh 
it'll, it'll be like Christmas in May this year, you know, playoffs starting and uh, it'll be fun to watch hockey every night for a couple of months. So can't go wrong there. <laughs> what about you, Matt? Yeah, I'm, I'm pleased with the season. I mean, I think we're, we're ahead in the rebuild, if you want to call it that. And, you know, we just got to be patient and, you know, hopefully next year Bowman can piece it together a little bit better and, you know, give us some more help on the back end and maybe down the middle. We need some face-offs and, you know, we need we need some stops. And so we just got to be patient, but it's it's been fun. You know, it's been I, we're, we're talking like it's over, but, you know, I, I honestly don't see him making the playoffs, but they should still finish strong. And, you know, let's show the show the rest of the league that, hey, we're somebody to contend with, you know. I was going to say, Matt, I, I don't know about you, but you hear that noise in the background. That's the fat lady. She's singing. It's it's over for the Hawks. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that's coming from a Leafs fan, man. You don't want yeah, to be saying stuff like no, that. No, I I, it's going to come back to bite me in the ass. You're the, one who's, the you're the one who's hearing it. I'm pulling yeah, that's for the true. kid. That's I mean, true. I, I like what they did with getting Felino, And I, I you know what? I, yeah. I wanna, I'm hoping that kid gets one just because he. I've I seen him work his yeah, ass I'd, off I'd like Yeah, I'd like to see him that too. Shit, yeah. I remember, Matt, uh, me and you would trade. You'd, I would make you trade me all your Maple Leafs uh, hockey cards when we were kids. You so. can have them, bud. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. That's all that we got for you tonight. Uh, catch us on Twitter. Uh, show us some love on there. Get the conversation started. We love talking hockey with anybody. So uh, hit us up, and uh, you know, you'll know you get a message back from us. But until the next one, this is Mike and Justin and Pre. We're out. Peace.